Welcome to Words to Live By, a podcast series hosted by the Ronald Reagan Presidential Foundation and Institute. Each week, we will share some of the wit and wisdom of Ronald Reagan. In essence, Words to Live By, made up of radio addresses and speeches he delivered from the 1960s through the 1980s. Like you, we've been watching news coverage of the crisis at our borders. Some outlets report record numbers crossings. Others report diminished numbers. But there's one thing everyone seems to agree on, and that's that our system is broken. Democrats, Republicans, independents, for once they agree that our current immigration policy is a mess. Do you realize that Reagan's 1986 Immigration Reform Act 37 years ago was the last time our legislators finalized a policy? Pretty disturbing, isn't it? So today, let's try to cut through all the mixed messages and look at what Reagan tried to do and how it might apply to today. Just a few months after he was elected president, he submitted a written statement in response to the influx of Cuban refugees. We don't have his voice, but here's what he said. Our nation is a nation of immigrants more than any other country. Our strength comes from our own immigrant heritage and our capacity to welcome those from other lands. No free and prosperous nation can by itself accommodate all those who seek a better life or flee persecution. We must share this responsibility with other countries. The Bipartisan Select Commission which reported this spring and concluded that the Cuban influx to Florida made the United States sharply aware of the need for more effective immigration policies and the need for legislation to support those policies. Okay, those were his words right after he became president in 1981. So here's an interview with a correspondent from the Spanish International Network in 1985, just a year before the immigration reform legislation was passed. Let's listen. Mr. President, another very important issue for Hispanic Americans is that of immigration. As you know, there, has been, uh, there have been attempts in the past at immigration reform. This is the third time that Senator Simpson is pushing his own version of immigration reform through Congress and uh, Congressman Rodino and Mazzoli in the House. Um, do you support this? Uh, are you behind this attempt? W would you sign into law uh, a Simpson-Rodino-Mazzoli bill if it comes to being? I have to say that beginning back in 1981, I supported the principle of re uh, reform in our immigration laws because we, in a way, have lost control of our borders. Uh, right now, I am I have to say with regard to the Simpson bill that, and we've informed of this, that we support generally his bill, but there are some amendments that we think are necessary. For one, we very much need in any immigration bill, we need protection for people who are in this country and uh, who have not become citizens, for example, uh, that they are protected and legitimized and given uh, permanent residency here. And we want to see some things of that kind added to the immigration bill. Mr. President, this is my last question, really, and I want to ask you simply if you have any messages for the Hispanic community in America that's listening to you. Well, yes, I do. Our whole country is made up of people who 
came here from someplace else, either uh, the individuals themselves or, like myself, in my case it was grandparents, uh, others it's their parents, but we represent the, the cultures, the diversity of the whole world. And we've come together in what some people called a melting pot and created a whole new breed of human being called an American. And I have to say, I think America's great success in the world has been the result of this diversity and this understanding and coming together of, of such diverse peoples. And I just have to say that our Hispanic Americans, their contribution to America is not surpassed by that of any other people. They have brought a great warmth. They have brought, brought great traditions of family. In our wars, they have brought great service and great heroism, and loyalty to, to this country. And uh, all I would like to say to them is, uh, uh, God bless them all and vaya con Dios. Today, NBC News reported migrant crossings in fiscal 22 alone hit 2.76 million. That's 2.76 million crossings, a record. More than 100 countries are represented among the migrants, including Chinese and Russians. No one knows the exact number of gotaways or how many smuggled drugs into the country or plan to commit a terrorist act. We don't know. But let's go back. A year after the president was interviewed by the Spanish network, the last major immigration reform was passed under President Ronald Reagan and called the Immigration Reform and Control Act of 1986. At that time, Democrats held both the Senate and the House. A keystone of the bill was a provision forbidding employers to knowingly hire workers without legal status, although it lacked realistic means of enforcement. The bill also called for more robust border security, with Border Patrol staffing increasing 50 percent following the law's enactment. The bill introduced an expansive legalization program, according to the Migration Policy Institute. More than 3 million people applied for temporary residency, and nearly 2.7 million received permanent residency in the U.S. as a result of that reform law. I'm very pleased that you could all be here today. I know how busy you've been with events leading up to Tuesday's election, and I want to congratulate all of you in the House of Representatives who have just been reelected. This bill, the Immigration Reform and Control Act of 1986 that I'll sign in a few minutes, is the most comprehensive reform of our immigration laws since 1952. It's the product of one of the longest and most difficult legislative undertakings in the last three Congresses. Further, it's an excellent example of a truly successful bipartisan effort. The administration and the allies of immigration reform on both sides of the Capitol and both sides of the aisle work together to accomplish these critically important reforms to control illegal immigration. In 1981, this administration asked the Congress to pass a comprehensive legislative package including employer sanctions, other measures to increase enforcement of the immigration laws, and legalization. The Act provides these three essential components. Distance has not discouraged illegal immigration to the United States from all around the globe. The problem of illegal immigration should not, therefore, be seen as 
a problem between the United States and its neighbors. Our objective is only to establish a reasonable, fair, orderly, and secure system of immigration into this country and not to discriminate in any way against particular nations or people. Senator Alan Simpson said, the provision allowing immigrants to apply for temporary residency actually saved the act from being a total loss. He said, it's not perfect, but 2.9 million people came forward. If you can bring one person out of an exploited relationship, he said, that's good enough for me. More about the President's Immigration Reform Act right after this message. The Ronald Reagan Presidential Foundation is the nonprofit organization created by President Reagan himself and specifically charged by him with continuing his legacy and sharing his principles, individual liberty, economic opportunity, global democracy, and national pride. We must remain vigilant and work together to share these conservative principles with younger generations. Your role is critical to move our mission forward. Thank you for your continued support. Please visit reaganfoundation.org give. That's reaganfoundation.org give. Now, back to the story. President Reagan knew that it was not right for people to be abused. He agreed with Senator Alan Simpson, who said, anyone who's here illegally is going to be abused in some way, either financially or physically. They have no rights. Peter Robinson, a former Reagan speechwriter, agreed. He said that it was in Ronald Reagan's bones. It was part of his understanding of America, that the country was fundamentally open to those who wanted to join us here. Reagan said as much himself in a televised debate with Democratic presidential nominee Walter Mondale back in 1984. At the time, Senator Simpson's bill was in process, and you'll hear him mention the bill. Let's listen. But it is true our borders are out of control. It is also true that this has been a situation on our borders back through a number of administrations. And I supported this bill. I believe in the idea of amnesty for those who have put down roots and who have lived here, even though some time back uh, they may have entered illegally. With regard to the employer sanctions, this we must have that. Not only to ensure that we can identify the illegal aliens, but also, while some keep protesting about what it would do to employers, there is another employer that we shouldn't be so concerned about. And these are employers down through the years who have encouraged the illegal entry into this country because they then hire these individuals and hire them at starvation wages and with none of the benefits that we think are normal and natural for workers in our country, and the individuals can't complain because of their illegal status. We don't think that those people should be allowed to continue operating free. And this was why the provisions that we had in with regard to sanctions and so forth. And I'm going to do everything I can, and all of us in the administration are, to join in again when Congress is back at it to get an immigration bill that will give us once again control of our borders. And with regard to friendship below the border and uh, with the countries down there, yes, no administration that I know has established the relationship that we have with our Latin friends. But as long as they have an economy that leaves so many people in dire poverty, 
and unemployment, they are going to seek that employment across our borders, and we work with those other countries. It seems so logical, so basic. Why have our current leaders dropped the ball? Let's listen to the president's brief remarks when signing the bill and listen to the bipartisan support. Yes, you're going to hear the name Schumer. Yes, you're going to hear it. Let's listen. I would like to recognize a few of the public servants whose unflagging efforts have made this legislation a reality. Senator Alan Simpson, Congressman Dan Lundgren, Chairman Peter Rodino, Congressman Ron Mazzoli have long pursued and now have attained this landmark legislation. Important roles were played by Senator Strom Thurmond, Senator Paul Simon, Congressman Ham Fish, Bill McCollum, Chuck Schumer, and many others in both houses of the Congress and in both parties. Additionally, I would like to note the excellent efforts of members of my administration who have worked so hard over the last six years to make this bill signing possible today. The long, <coughs> long list of those in the executive branches, headed by Attorneys General Edwin Meese and William French Smith, who, with Immigration Commissioner Alan C. Nelson, have contributed greatly to our efforts to pass meaningful immigration reform. Future generations of Americans will be thankful for our efforts to humanely regain control of our borders and thereby preserve the value of one of the most sacred possessions of our people, American citizenship. So now, I'll get on with the signing and make this into law. Hope nothing happens to me between here and the table. <laughs> now, President Reagan didn't love everything about this bill. In fact, President Reagan's own diaries show the president found the idea of a militantly staffed border fence difficult to take. In a private meeting with then-President José López Portillo of Mexico in 1979, Reagan wrote that he hoped to discuss how the United States and Mexico could make the border something other than a location for a fence. Can you imagine Republicans taking that position today? Thank you for listening. For more information on the Ronald Reagan Presidential Foundation and Institute, including information on how to become a member, information on upcoming exhibits at the Reagan Library, and more information on the legacy of President Reagan, please visit reaganfoundation.org. And don't forget to like and follow the Reagan Foundation on all social media platforms. Don't forget to subscribe to the Words to Live By podcast in your iTunes or Google Play stores and on other podcast platforms as they become available. New episodes of Words to Live By come out every Tuesday. Like what you hear? Check out our A Reagan Forum podcast featuring great speeches delivered at the Reagan Library. New episodes drop every Thursday. And... Don't forget to follow at Ronald Reagan on Facebook, at Ronald Reagan 40 on Twitter, and Reagan Foundation on YouTube. Also, search for us on SoundCloud and Stitcher.